Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Danny Cola. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so that you can join me in having some epic conversations that access higher levels of potential with creatives and professionals from all around the globe. Thank you so much for tuning in. My guest today is Peter Hostrauser. He's a high school business teacher and co-founder of Hall Pass Education. The last four years, his tagline has been Disrupt Education, where he's had conversations about where education needs to be reformed and how we can actually provide a high level value to our students for their growth and development. Now more than ever, our education system needs reform and Pete Hostrauser is a guy that is pioneering this change. He's taking chances, he's taking risks, he's putting his reputation on the line in a time where everyone is extremely sensitive. And I admire this type of behavior because he's the reason why things will shift in a positive direction. Every time we get together, we have a wonderful conversation and we both motivate each other to keep pushing ourselves in this field and provide a high level value to our students, to our athletes, our clients all over the world. Follow Pete on Instagram at official Peter Hostrauser. That information will be in the show notes. Make sure to check out hallpasseducation.com. Education is further ado. This is, I'm so glad that we get I, I'm so glad we get an opportunity to talk yeah. now because like I want to just pick your brain on like where I feel like I feel like Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live you know like I get the third one with you bro this is honorable man I no dude I want to do this as many yeah. things as many times as possible because look at that look at this we've been talking about this for the last two and a half years yeah. Yeah. and like something has happened that's out of our control that's changing the education system that needed to be revamped for a long time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now more than ever you and I guys like us people that are trying to make change like we got to keep talking about this in a nonviolent way and hopefully be pioneers in this new way of educating I feel strongly and I want to get your opinions Mm -hmm. your opinions on this that educators are going to leave academia and I think they're going to start their own way they're going to figure out their own lane and way of educating now maybe not everybody right but I want to get your thoughts on that where yeah. where the hell are we <laughs> what do you see in the future um, there's a ginormous pivot happening mm-hmm. it's a force pivot right we've all known like this pivot like people undertoning understanding like teaching the student first over subjects especially in secondary and, and everything i'm going to say today is going to be secondary and post secondary primary is a whole different thing yeah that's a real that's, a, that's, a, that's a touchy subject weird subject so, like especially like uh um poverty, like lower income schools right right, right? cuz mm-hmm. that's I, I don't even know where to go with there i mean I, you know you have to listen to those communities and, and what, what, what works with them. And that's, you know, I, we can't force, I can't force something on something I don't know. So right. I think, and that's just like an education across the board, right? Yeah. So right now, um, well, March 13th, Friday the 13th, we call it. It's one of my favorite days uh, because it, it was scary. It's one of those days where you're looking at the edge of a high dive and you know you got to jump. You yeah. just don't know if you're going to belly flop or you're going to dive and yeah. splash or whatever. March and 13th, that was the day that clu- schools closed down. Here in Illinois, Hit yeah. In Illinois. So, and across the, the United States, it was staggered. And, yeah. and, um, and then there, we, had to, we had to change. We had to go really quickly. We had to start doing things. I remember the first two weeks, dude, I was making videos. I'm a video guru. I love doing that stuff. And uh, I made a video every single day for my students. And then, you know, some of them were on and then some of them were off. And then, you know, I teach business, so it's a lot easier in my, you know, it's, it's reality. Well, you're passionate so, about business, man. I think if you're passionate about anything, dude, if somebody's talking to me about passionate about calculus, I'm going to love it. You know, yeah. I think you have to have that. Um, we absorb that love that people have for things, yeah. like that enthusiasm that people have. for. That. I mean, the, when I started the podcast and I was starting interviewing all these people that were doing their thing and like I've absorbed so much information yeah. from those people <laughs> and it's fueled my passion and it forced me to keep doing yeah. my thing and speaking my truth, which is right. so important for wellness. But I digress. Anyway, you're, you're so, teaching, you're making these videos, so we're making these videos and I feel like I'm, I'm burning out. Like there's no way I can do it this way. You know, yeah. I have a choice. I mean, I can get mad or I can just pivot, right? And, of course, I'm just like, this isn't working. I, You know, 
it was really cool and I thought I was putting out great content for the kids and everything and I was having a little dog video at the end of every video it was fun shit yeah. and uh, but you know then you had to pivot towards okay I had to really start to think all right who are the kids in my class so when we had check-ins there was minimal kids showing up five six out of 30 or 25 oh, yeah. and and then I had to start okay what's going on with you man how's everything you know sending out emails starting to contact people and trying to do the best you can um, we had a remind app that you know we're trying to throw yeah, text right. out I've used that. and it went straight from academia the the subject matter is gone right now because everybody's in this change and we need to like realize that we have to understand where kids are and, and we have never done that, right? Everybody starts at the same place in education, which is the absolute ass-backwards way of doing it. Yeah. So we had to start digging in and start, we are forced to take a look at, okay, student A here has both parents at home, they got a good connection, blah, blah, blah. Student B here's, they're, they're trying to find their next meal or they have to go through the school program to grab the next meal. Uh, student C here is maybe mom's got COVID. I don't know, like there's all these different things that are yeah. going through. And then we just re rebooted, right? The end of the year, all it was for me was social emotional and I'm gonna give you a project, let me know how I can help you on the project. And I let him run with it. And it was funny, because most, most of the kids didn't even check in. They knew what to do with the project. Yeah. And they did it. So to me, like what I learned through this is, A, the flexibility is there. Um, we have to figure out how to, what are, what are the blockers for each kid in, a, in, a, in an e-learning environment? And it can't be like, okay, we're going to do this for every kid. Because it can't be that way, Dan. Yeah, dude, there's that individuality way. that has to be taking place. And when I talk to educators, they get so overwhelmed by that. But I'm like, embrace that. Embrace right. that mess. You right. know, it's, this, is, this is the fun part about it. And you know what? We, we have never got 100% of the students in, in a classroom to be like, yeah, this is a subject. And it's giving less and less every year. So why are we aiming for 100%? We just got to keep going. Yeah, right, right, and adjust so, along the way for sure. So, like, what what are your thoughts about as as the future goes on, and you know, we're back in school, and we have this hybrid system. Like, where do you mm -hmm. see this going ultimately? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have the answer to that because I don't know if we're going to be all pulled out in a couple of weeks. Maybe right. when somebody gets infected, it's I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, I'm I'm so. seeing so like doing doing coaching for a handful of these schools and kind of like paying attention to the climate. Mm -hmm. There are some schools that are very very left, like yeah. one one scare, we shut everything down. No school, no right. sports, yeah. no nothing. Right. And then there's other schools that are like, all right, well. We want number one. Our number one goal is to do our best to get people involved right. in the building, sports going, mm -hmm. getting social interaction, yeah, competition, right. yep. and then you know there are those schools that are like, okay, well let's let's make adjustments here as we go and, and keep things going. Right. So there's right. like two different ends here. Some right. schools are going to participate, some aren't. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't. I really don't know like where I see this going. You know, the interesting thing is I respect all of it. And I think, you know, we live in a society right now that you have to prove that you're right and everybody else is wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tiring. Yeah, and you know, I mean, unfortunately, it's the people who are just like, whatever, you know. So, you know, I know you were at uh, Maine South the other day, and, yeah. and I love Ken Wallace. Like, that superintendent is, he's actually like the superintendent of all the superintendents, so shout out to Ken there. Um, but he knows, you know, there's, there's a no-win situation yeah. here, right? Um, Okay, right. That's what learning is. Though. Right, right. But the funny thing is, is there are a lot of people not prepared to actually take a risk like that. And I know I don't want to put lives in the way or everything. But even if the school chooses to go all online just to wait this thing out, that's cool. But then there's still this undertone of, oh, this isn't going to work, and this isn't going to work, and you hear it all over the place. I just tweeted something out today, and I'm sure I pissed a lot of people off. I'm like, who's ready to like embrace this stuff? I mean. You know, it, the fact that so many people in education are complaining and not celebrating the fact that we have a chance to learn something means that the entire system is inflexible. Yeah, right, right, it is right. Not, it is not movable. And, you know, we ask our kids in school to take risks, to actually, and again, I'm not even talking about the, I, I can totally separate if, I'm, if I have health challenges or I'm very fearful of COVID and all that. I totally respect that, but right. the e-learning thing, and people are like, well, it's never going to work, and blah, 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 and I have to do this, and that. No, man, you, you don't have a right to say that at this point. Huh. You don't. Yeah, because they don't know. The, 
one of my business partners uh, from Hall Pass, um, she let me know. She's like, you know, as soon as this goes out, there's no more passive aggressive. Everybody's going to show their cards and see what kind of educator you really are. Mm. And it has come to fruition. You totally. can see the people who are just like, I can't take this. I think you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are, they understand that they got to build a brand. Uh, Mike Yates, huge shout out to him, starting a podcast. Got to listen to it. It's coming up. Um, just look up Mike Yates. Um, guy from Austin, we got connected on LinkedIn. And that's the other beauty of this is the people who are thinking differently, it's exploding. Yeah. Like my LinkedIn has exploded. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's definitely. Awesome. Personal branding is in all over the place, mm -hmm. right? And you said it yourself, educators, you're going to see the true colors. Who's a real educator? Right. Like, I think of myself, if I was back in education and I didn't have my own lane that's finally building momentum, right. like I wouldn't want to do all the extra stuff following all those rules, mm -hmm. you know, really worried about things I would I would say, like, I, I, I'm done with that. Can yeah, I tell yeah. you that now that I've created this own lane, the, the amount of energy that I've gotten from the, I don't give a shit what people think anymore, yeah. and I don't have to adhere to anyone else's time frame but mine, yeah. it's the most reviving thing ever. Yeah, Dude, right. it's crazy. And if I was in, still in education doing that, in mm -hmm. the way this is now, this craziness, I would really think twice about what I'm what I would be right. doing, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I wonder if that's going through the minds of other educators. Yeah, I think so, and I, I think the other the other lane that's going to happen are the educators who really don't know what to do. They're young in the system, mm. and they're going to see that they're trapped, and they see their colleagues, especially here in Illinois. We got a great, we got the best freaking pension system in the world. I, I mean, the best on. what system? Pension. Oh, right? Yeah. And people stay in it for the pension, which is the wrong reason. Sure, sure. I'm not saying they're not deserving or whatever, and I'm not going to go down that yeah, path. Yeah, right. But I think young people are going to see this, and they're going to see, wait, people are all crabbing everything, and this is not worth it, and then they're just going to bounce too. Talk to me about the pension program now for the kids or the young teachers getting into it now, because I know that when I was getting involved in, yeah. the, in you know, my six years in academia, yeah. I had to work till I was 66, right, right. and no one's certain that even a pension is going to be there. Right, right, right. You know, and thinking that way, that whole like retirement yeah. way of thinking, I think is dead. You know, yeah. like I'm, a, I'm all well, about. You can't afford it anymore. I mean, so. Right, right. Well, I'm all about like the Tim Ferriss four-hour workweek style mentality. Take mini retirements. Yeah. In, while you, while now in the present moment, right. while you're young, while you're thriving, while right. you have the energy, while you. You know, and I'm, I'm hoping that, and I'm optimistic that I'm going to have this kind of energy late in my life. And I think we're embarking on information and technology that You're is going to... health, bro. You right, <laughs> right, right. And it's going to allow us to. Right. And I want to I wanna try to, you know, educate as many people as possible on these nuances so right. that they could kind of instill these practices mm -hmm. and experience the the depth of consciousness, the, yeah. the power that we're able to kind of feel as human beings, right? Right, right. I think that's super important. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So like, I want to experience stuff now. I don't want to wait till I'm 66 and right. retire and have my pension. You know. Yeah. So like, what are your thoughts? Do you think these young kids are still they still gonna have this pension? I think some 40 people, years, 35 years down the line. How the hell do we know? I I don't know. And as a matter of fact, like, you know, I I know that there are people who get into it for the pension. That's it. I know I did. I mean, I know I thought about. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm like a, right. I'm a teacher at, yeah. at heart in nature, but like the idea of consistent income right. and like money it's over safe. time, it's safe. It's, it's safe. a safe way. Right. But I'm also learning now, and I'm learning how to use my skills, keep developing those skills, and yeah. fill figure out that own my own lane and. Yeah have this product and this service that people want and they're specifically paying me personally, right. paying my business personally, yeah. my employees yeah. personally. And the more momentum you build and the referrals you get, it's just this constant flow. And I'm like, ah, this is the money that could be made. What are you guys doing over here, right? Wow. Yeah, and then you okay. start laning uh, a piece of that finance into your own retirement yes. over here. And then, yes, you know, so into other resources. Streams, right? Definitely, multiple definitely, streams. definitely. And yeah, you know, I, um, it's 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 sad because I just don't I, I don't look at it that way. I don't I actually don't even know when I'm supposed to retire. I've been in that game for 19 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, that's not what drives me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to to a new school this year and I'm taking a, a pay cut 
and I was actually talking to a lot of my friends about it and uh, the people in the school and I'm like it's not the money isn't you know I got other revenue streams yeah, you know, yeah I've yeah. learned how to invest I've done all yeah. these different things yeah um, you know and, I, and I'm lucky to have that but I know when I walk in the school like all I want to do is take student A launch them student B launch them student C launch them and that doesn't mean they have to buy a fucking Ferrari it doesn't mean they have to go you know and create a huge business and all this stuff it means I want to take them from where they are right now and give them the competence and the the, the, the competency over competence actually sure. to build it right yeah to, the toolkit yeah so I mean, that's why we actually created Hall Pass Education, right? So, yeah, I want to yeah. hear more about Hall Pass and how yeah. that's going to add value in the future. Because this is great, man. We, Like I said, we've been talking two and a half years. Yeah. All these ideas are kind of flowing. Your business is thriving. Um, talk to me about Hall Pass and yeah. what the premise is. Right. Um, hall Pass. Okay, so if you can imagine yourself in a hallway, right? And uh, there's several different ways we look at it. My two partners, Audrey Boyle and Dr. Peter James, uh, wonderful people. Uh, we just gel. It's, it's the greatest thing. And chemistry. Chemistry is there. You can, you can hit on our YouTube channel. You can hook it up on LinkedIn. You can see we do daily live videos. Mm. Daily. Mm. Uh, little five-minute segments or whatever. And we just mesh. But, like, the hallway, if you can imagine, okay, the way I see it is in high school, right? The end of high school... The end of the door is college. You go through that, and they're just shuffling everybody down the hallway in through that door. Well, we want to give people a hall pass, right? All these doors are on the side. Reality is actually right outside the, the school doors, right, or in that hallway. What we're, we're doing is opening those doors while you're going through education. Mm. So while you're traveling, and, and maybe college isn't your thing. Maybe you just turn off and go down to the, the third door on the left right. and that's you becoming an entrepreneur or you taking a gap year or you, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, that's what the hall, hall pass is. It's allowing people to actually re to see reality and connect it to their academia and their learning. Um, we've gotten so much and you know this and we could go on and on about the test score and, and how, you know, and how people inside the box are unfortunately getting further and further away from reality in some cases. In some cases, they're not. Like I said, I'm going to go with Ken Wallace, the, yeah. the superintendent here. He knows what he's doing, man. He's like, whoa, he's asking the right questions. So when you have a leader like that, you can see change, and that's exciting for me. Uh, I love the main township system. I mean, there's flaws, but oh my gosh. Everyone's know? got flaws. So, um, so that's what Hall Pass is. And right now what we're building, and we're going to launch this likely uh, in um, September. Uh, we're, we're building the curriculum. We're doing a 10-week gap year program. Mm. And, and in this gap year program, we call it a gap year, but we're going to set you up. You're going to set you up your social media. We're going to set up. Mm. Uh, you're going to have over 100 professional connections uh, we're gonna build your LinkedIn we're gonna find what your skill sets are we're gonna adapt them to top yeah 10 companies in the yeah. world are yeah. asking for this is huge all the stuff that you don't get or everybody complains that you don't get in education that you don't get unless you actually go seek it out we're packaging it up my business partners we have over 75 years in teaching corporate America teaching in the system, uh, not only college, high school, and uh, community college, and an entrepreneurship. Nice. Um, you know, Audrey Boyle was 29, black woman who's a vice president of Home Depot, right? She has that experience. She yeah. knows what that looks like, yeah. and she's also an entrepreneur. Um, so that lens comes in. Uh, I come in as building business programs and finding ways that you can actually build your online portfolios. Nice. And Peter James is a corporate coach mindset, and he also is the entrepreneurship professor at uh, College of DuPage. Oh, sweet. Um, and if you ask him, if he has a kid come up to him and say, what do I need to get the A, he does everything but not punch that kid out, you know, because that's his mindset. Right. He's like, no, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Right. You know, go, go like work on a line. So yeah. these, this is, this is the value and you get one-on-one -on with us every week, Dan, every that's, week. That's great. And then we, we just build and uh, 10 times you're working with us and then we're sharing our network. And then afterwards there's going to be alumni. It's, it's, it's huge because here's the thing, right? I'm a parent, my kids going to college next year or maybe was in college and then well, am I going to pay 
$60,000 to go online? Yeah, right, right. I don't think so. I don't you know? think so. Um, maybe no. some people are, and maybe if they want to do that, that's great. But what we want to do is like, hold up. Here's what we're going to do, and we're going to build your value. We're going to connect your academia. Yeah. Find out what, what makes you go. What is, what is your big, hairy goal, as Audrey always says it. And we jump in and we go with it. That's great. Yeah, you know, it's great you said that because my, my brother-in-law just finished his MBA from University of Oregon. Mm -hmm. And he's interviewing all over the place. And guess what these big corporations want? They want their potential employees to have a personal brand. Yep. So what, he, what did he do? He made his own website. He yeah. made his own logo. Mm -hmm. He made his own... You know, he's developing his voice, right? right? We're developing our voice. And it's a that's something that's a huge piece of the wellness yeah. uh, puzzle yeah. and development and growth mm -hmm. is speaking your truth. And when people go the safe route, they're right. suppressing their yeah. truth. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's a vital piece to all of this. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're providing that out. So a 10-week yeah. course. 10 huh? week, we're on 10 or 15 right now. Um, we're, we're, we're focusing on a 10-week course just so... Because you know what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to actually have a part two to this thing, and then we're just going to expand people more. Um, we want to give people, it's almost on the quarter system. It's funny because we're yeah. using collegiate terms for this. Yeah. Um, but we want to give people plenty of time to really just dive into their connections and then dive in. And then we are resources. We're lifelong partners. We call ourselves accountability partners. Yeah, this right? is huge, man. So this we're the huge. real AP. Absolutely. That's what, that's what I do. Absolutely. So. Do you ever uh, listen to London Real? No. Brian Rose. No, no. So I, I want to highly recommend Brian mm -hmm. Rose and London Real. Like it's mm -hmm. a podcast that I've been listening to for a long, long time, and um, they have this business accelerator program. Yeah. And they're teaching people to take their intellectual property mm -hmm. and figure out ways to sell this. Right. You know. Right. And. Um, they're they're preaching accountability, and it's mm -hmm. something that I've thought about doing the business accelerator program. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm for, I first uh, there's a sweepstakes that they're doing. I call it a sweepstakes, but it's like <laughs> this this thing where you you kind of talk to them about your brand. They're selecting seven to ten people all around the world. They're going to put them in the house, and they're going to kind of promote what they're what they've been selling or right. their their truth, or their 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 podcast, their platform, and they're going to you know promote it mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like it's a good fit for where I'm at in my uh, yeah. my time and place in my career but if it doesn't work out I'm definitely going to do their business accelerator program mm -hmm. and take as much information as possible and apply it and right. use it for my clients mm -hmm. use mm -hmm. use that information and figure out ways that I can take my intellectual property put it on a PDF put it in video format and I've been doing this in ways already but mm -hmm. if there are you know good ideas that people are already implementing why reinvent the wheel right. learn from the people that are doing the things that you want to do right. so that you can go ahead and keep pushing that type of you know way out there and keep right. learning you know what i mean right absolutely absolutely i mean yeah. it's it's going to be i mean it's exciting because i mean you yourself are an accountability partner right you know in the fitness world right. look if i don't go i mean that's why people do fitness that's right. with, with excellent people like right. you who right. are like if I don't go, Cole is going to be there. Right. I'm paying. I got skin right. in the game. Right. Um, and that's all pieces of accountability. accountability. And there's, unfortunately, I think in, in the system, there's not, I mean, accountability is, you don't really It's push people yeah. through. It's right. push people right. through. Push right. people through. What do I got to get to get the A? You know, I still ask my, my athletes, if every day was Saturday, what would you be doing? If every day was Saturday and you had the opportunity to just create your own day, right. what would it be? The answer I get all the time is, ooh, sweet. Right, right. Because it, the, the default mindset is, I got to do this. It's mm -hmm. Monday. It's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's awful. We don't it's, like to lean in to ourselves, right? And, you know, I was just thinking, you know, I have not been on news. I've shut it all down. Me too. I haven't listened um, to any news. I block some people or just snooze people here and there sure, and, sure. and all that. And, and it's cool. But, um, and I have my own beliefs, and I don't hate anybody. It's all good because it has nothing to do with me, right? You like, can't put that kind of energy out. But, but what, what I do understand is what it's really taught me and what I can take from this entire disruption of you know social justice and all these things that are totally legit um, is we've got to stop making assumptions. Because if you read through everything, left wing, right wing, it doesn't matter. There are so many assumptions made. Yeah. Um, People get emotions involved as well. And, and it's great. I mean, you can grieve. Allow yourself to grieve and get emotional for things. But 
one thing that I started to ask myself is before I post something or before I talk to somebody about something, I have to think, okay, am I making an assumption here? And if I am, I will let that out. Like, I might be making an assumption here. Help me out. This is the easiest thing to do. Nobody's do. I mean, people are starting to do that. But we're afraid to lean into ourselves, right? Yeah. You taught me that. You gave me a great book. I'm still reading that sucker. I mean, that's heavy, bro. Like, it's uh, yeah. Joe Dispenza, yeah. Becoming uh, yeah. Supernatural. Yes. It's, it and is a heavy book. But it, but it really teaches you to lean into yourself yeah. and ask yourself, why am I thinking this way rather than you're wrong? Right. I mean, it, yeah. it, that's the I mean, the book is so many other levels and I don't want to cheapen it like that. But that's really in, in education. No one is telling these kids to lean into themselves yeah. um, and really understand what your value is and everything. Definitely. One of the best things that happened right before this entire thing went down, um, Peter James and Audrey Boyle and I got together in a room at College of DuPage. And we were about to LLC our business. Right. And we're like, OK, we're going to. It's time to go. You know, we're going to do this all before COVID. We had no idea all this was coming. And we knew we were going to build something, but we didn't know what we were going right. to build. And as a matter of fact, we're going to pivot through it. It's what we do. You make adjustments as you go. Right. And we sat down, and Peter James is brilliant. He said, before we get into this, we're going to lay everything out. And, I mean, if you had a wart on your toe in that room, you were telling people you had a wart on your toe hmm. in that room. And I got to tell you, man... Um, I have taught business for 19 years. I've been an entrepreneur before. Um, from that moment, for that hour and a half, we laid everything out. How much money we make here, what are we doing here? And, and once that's all legit, we're all like, all right, we move forward. And that's so important to be vulnerable yeah. in front of people, especially if you're looking for business partners and to tell us to anybody out there who's like, you know, you're looking for business partners. I wanted to change the entire system by myself, right? Yeah. Day one, I was like, I'm going to do this, right? And yeah, the naivety and the, all that was going on. But once I found, and through colleagues, and by the way, previous students hooked us up, all three of us. Previous students. Amazing. Like, hey, you need to talk to this guy. Hey, you need to that's talk amazing. to Audrey. And that's because you listen. You yeah. listen to your students and yeah. you, you learn. I'm not, I'm not the teacher, I'm also a student. And when people become vulnerable and humble, just like you're saying, you lean in and you understand who you are and you start to not care what other people think, man. You it's really beautiful. don't. It's and, beautiful. and it's wonderful, man. Yeah. I mean, so that becoming sp uh, spiritual or what is it? Yeah. Becoming supernatural. The mm -hmm. premise is, you know, like you lean into yourself, you become vulnerable. What's happening when you do these situate when you're in these situations where you're unsure of what the outcome is, you're in the unknown, your nervous system turns on genes mm -hmm. that... Mm -hmm. Recruit new proteins so that you can survive in the new environment you're putting yourself in. Yeah. And I'm getting goosebumps thinking yeah, about this because yeah. I do this all the time. And it's not overly anxious. You're not right. putting yourself in this crazy, unbearable situation. Right. It's just enough to put you out of your comfort zone so that you could morph into this new reality. Right. And Joe Dispenza right. talks about pulling from the unknown. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so our DNA structure is only 1% of what is on the surface, mm -hmm. right? 99% of our other DNA is connected to that infinite field. It's right. called junk DNA yeah, right, and yeah. because nobody knows what it <laughs> per, per, you know, pertains, right? right? But right. the idea is the more you put yourself into that unknown, mm -hmm. the universal DNA that comes through you that's connected to everything else in the universe kind of manifests itself. Right. Right. And you're there in the truth. You're there mm -hmm. in the things that are popping up. And you might not even know what the future holds, but you start with this idea. You start in a certain place that is completely in the dark. Mm -hmm. And over time, with like-minded people, you start attracting the right things yeah. into your life. Yeah. You start kind of, you know, those things start kind of appearing. And, yeah. and that's what Joe Dispenza talks about. He talks about these synchronicities yeah. that kind of keep popping up. And you just kind of keep rolling and morphing. And the... Mm -hmm. The idea is there, the passion is there, and little by little, things start falling into place, little by yep. little. And it's the most amazing thing. And I'm two and a half years into this, buddy, Yeah. and yeah. it's still rolling and, and it's that, still going. And, and, and things the still best, keep popping The best up. part about the education area, 
and even what you're doing right like it, it has disrupted the fitness like hey i can't go to a, a place or whatever so you just you start you know and you taught me okay this is your platform and i'm like oh i shared that with my crew i'm like what if we did something like this for education I'm like, yeah that's cool like these conversations happen but um covid is the gas pedal it's the gas pedal and we need something like this we need a we need an earthquake somewhere definitely and it's unfortunate because there are winners and losers in this game um and but what's interesting about that is even before all of this uh my good buddy david douglas he does yolobi uh he's blowing up he does like it's an app that connects opportunities i've worked with him for years um he's got 10 employees now i've seen him up and down and all over the place um, and we just talked the other day, we talk on a monthly basis at least, and he was like, you know, um, it was like, if, if you see the, the, the end, and you know what the end is, which is death. And what he gave me about a year ago is an app called We Croak, right? And I don't know if I shared this with you. No. So it's, it's an app called We Croak, it's 99 cents. I think you got to up every year. We Croak. Remind you five times a day a quote about death. So if you look in religion, if you look in the Muslim religion, they pray five times a day. If you you know in Bhutan, they actually celebrate death five times a day, right? And you read these things every day, and you're just like, all right, like what do you have to lose? Do you ever meditate? Like obviously that yeah. that's that the idea oh, yeah. is to meditate on death. Mm-hmm. Re- remind yourself every so often yeah. that hey, this isn't this isn't permanent. And a lot of this is reminding people that there is an end that aren't used to it. They haven't leaned in. They that's haven't crazy, really understand. Man. And it's cr- it is crazy, but it's also extremely powerful like you said. Like yeah. when you were thinking about like that zone and when you you know when you're reading about, you know, this happening all around us like the book is saying uh, I can specifically think, and I think athletically, right, um, on a basketball court when I was playing in college, just, you know, pickup game, and you get in that zone, and everything slows down. Flow state. Right? It's the flow state, right? Um, I have imagined, like, right before you kick the championship field goal, bro, which I love that. Yeah. I, I love you post that over and over. That yeah. gives me inspiration, yeah. dude, because I'm like, damn, this guy's like. Kicking has yeah. taught me so much about showing up in the moment, yeah. being present. Because you have to. You have to. You have to. And then all, all eyes on you, bro. That's right. Like right. It's, yeah. But also, like, no, don't care when you miss. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you care because you want to be successful. Right. But right. you're building that resiliency. You're building yeah. that, uh, the, I don't know, whatever you want to call that, the, the shield around you, your cocoon, right. your, I don't give a shit. You yeah. focus on being resilient and yep. having a short memory mm-hmm. and going out for the next thing. It's yeah. In entrepreneurs, they fail a million times, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's prepared me for this route. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and kicking too, I loved it. I mm-hmm. love it. I still love it. I know. You know, still <laughs> it's crazy. Like, see you on every football field of it in the Chicagoland area, I've bro. never, <laughs> I've never felt so, like, scared for something but simultaneously loving something yeah. in the moment you know because yeah. you never know it can go wrong and you're letting your team down right. and in life it's the same thing right something can go wrong you let your family down right but if you're not resilient and have built that mentality where you are you are strong and you're able to, to come back from those things then yeah you never know what could happen and it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. helped me out so much but but yeah, I don't know what what that segue was I you know it, you know it was going into you know how how is education changing? I got to tell you, man, there's micro schools coming. There's, they've been there. Everything's been underneath the surface. And yeah. all of a sudden it was like, hey, we know what to do. And it all just raises up. I mean, there yeah. are people, um, I feel bad for the private schools. Um, many, many parents are be like, I'm going to look at a different route because I'm not going to pay $20,000, yeah. $30,000 yeah. on the West Coast or East Coast, $40,000, yeah. $50,000 yeah, for my kid to go to a high school and be online. Who the hell's got you that know? kind of money? Oh, there's people who have that. <laughs> we don't, but <laughs> I guess but so. like you know, but that's that's the point. Maybe they don't even. So, but fifty thousand like, yeah. dollars a year, it just makes it seem like, what the fuck? That doesn't seem reasonable, right? You know, right. It, there's so much value that happens on a, on a campus. Yeah. But fifty thousand dollars is crazy out of the ordinary. People are trying to pay the gap. They pay their way into safety. Right? You yeah. think about it in, in religion, it happens in all religions. Some people want to think, oh, if I give X amount of money, I'm going to be able to blah, 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 right? Yeah. 
I'm not going to hate on it. I mean, but people want, they think the more you pay sometimes, the the better it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I don't, you know. Yeah. Again, I'm not here to judge. I'm just like, but though they're now they're thinking about it just like college. Um, you know, you can go on these massive online open source classes, MOOCs, right? You can get it's already been out there. Yeah. Like, if I'm not registered at Harvard, I can take every class at Harvard. I can take all the classes at MIT. I'm not going to get a certificate. But what if I do all those and then I create my brand while I'm doing yeah. it? Do I really need that piece of paper? I mean, you're missing out on a network. I get it. But you can also build another network. You, you can know? build a network anywhere. Yeah. You don't necessarily need yeah. the alumni of, of Harvard. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I don't want to... I mean. You know, Harvard's going to be a school that's going to thrive. It's going to thrive. They, they have also, their, though, you know. I, I hear Harvard alums talking shit about Harvard. There's a friend of mine that I've done a podcast with named Gina Florio. She's another mm-hmm. movement coach. She's a Harvard alum. Mm-hmm. She was on the Candace Owens show. Cause yeah. She's uh, the manager for her, and she does the mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And she was just like, you know... Th- when I went and talked at Harvard or did a speech at Harvard, mm-hmm. the questions that the kids were asking were asinine. And she's like, this is Harvard alum? This is what Harvard students are coming to? It's a brand. Yeah, it's, it's so... It's always been a brand, It's though, so... You know? She's like, it's so weird. And yeah. I've started thinking, I'm like, hmm, interesting. You're talking about Ivy League, Harvard this, Harvard that, right. and this is what it's coming to? This lefty ideology? Yeah. And COVID, this whole crazy pivotal time, <laughs> I've never... I never looked and judged anybody by left or right or whatever. Right. I like always looked at the individual, but now I understand it so clearly. Yeah. And it's like, wow, very yeah. interesting. I kind of understand where my my beliefs kind of mm-hmm. fall in and where like I'm learning to understand like where people are coming from and why they feel so passionate about it and yeah. and all sorts of things. It's really opened me up, but I also think that 2020 is showing everybody that art external realities are just a mirror of our collective internal realities yeah you know and we're all connected one way Mm -hmm. shape or form yeah and we're human yeah we're human and victor frankl we go back to victor frankl i just interviewed uh pam roy so if y'all want to go to uh, pam roy blog um, pam roy pam roy roy um and she uh her podcast i just interviewed her on my podcast and it's going out uh sunday or monday and um it's it, she dives deep, and this is, this is a guy who is writing about this, and it's more about the humanistic approach. Mm. 70 years ago, he, he's a Holocaust survivor, you know, and that wasn't actually, he was writing it before the Holocaust happened. And so she's, there's a, um, she works with, uh, you know, a couple others on the Victor Frankl. Uh, there's a book, I haven't read it, I got, I'm going to dive into it, but it's exactly what you just said. It's, it's, if we go at this as a humanistic approach or collective approach, a collective approach and, and really understand, you know what, I'm going to be different and here's where I am. And that's OK. That's all that really matters. Yeah, that's all that really matters. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I also think that nonviolent ways of communicating need to be talked about a little bit more how we're communicating information. Right. Everything is information. Right. And the way we process information with words a lot of it can get lost in translation emotions get involved and sometimes the message gets lost you, you know where that come from where that, that? Com- that comes from education being fearful of the web hmm. we've never taught kids how to do social media we've never taught kids how to use it and not be used by it hmm. we've taught so new and it's kind of like changed over time you know how long has it been around though i mean we're talking about a glacier over here and then there's this thing over here and then there's snapchat and then there's all these different things and of course this is going to happen like this is we we're not teaching students how to debate and have conversation because school is this way get your a don't mess around it's it's behavioral based it's not it's not mentally based it's not or intellectual yeah it's not intellectual it's not individually and collectively based it's dance sit down be here every day do your work it's almost draconian it is it is tyranny 
Right. And, and you know. <laughs> Everything's equal. Right. Everybody it, passes. It is. It Nobody is. gets reprimanded. Exactly. And It's hard for yeah. order to be established in something like that. Oh, you know yeah. That? I mean, you can. Yeah. Do you I ever mean, listen to Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm in the middle of his book, 12 Rules for Life, right mm-hmm. now. It's mm-hmm. an awesome audio book because Jordan, Jordan Peterson, he's He's from Canada. He's got the best voice ever, man. Oh, dude. I, it's like the most entertaining thing I've, I've listened to in a mm-hmm. long, long time. And I listen to a lot of his podcasts. You know, yeah. Rogan has put him up, and that's yeah. how I learned about him. But the book is crazy, and he talks about this duality with chaos and order. Chaos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. order. And, you know, it's the duality of life. It's light and dark so, and uh, you right know, and wrong. Sometimes we, you know, and I think the people that are that, that I hang out with, are the people like in that tennis match but we're not in the tennis match we're just watching it happen and learning from both just sitting there we got a popcorn we got a beer whatever and we're just watching this thing volley back and forth because you know i mean there's a silent group of people who are all just like all right i'm gonna build i'm gonna build i'm gonna help you know and you know one side's gonna say if you're silent you're terrible one side says if you yell you're terrible you just sitting back and like, I'm me. Right. If we lean into who we are and we know that, look, you know, those are a lot of assumptions, right? Those are two ginormous assumptions. If you're out there marching, you're a writer. If you're not saying anything, you're an ism of some sort. Those are huge assumptions. Yeah. And those are, and, and to me. Polarizing. And that's fine. And people, people get riled up into that. You know, they're just like. Well, and then you know I've seen people, and they won't allow themselves to lean into themselves and why they actually feel this way. Yeah, yeah. Because it's surface. It's surface because our system is built on the surface. You know, it's hard to go into yourself though. It's hard to look deep because we don't want to see it. There's a lot of trauma, man. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of trauma, and I I'm doing the things that I'm doing at such a rate that I I feel so motivated more than ever because I'm lucky dude I've had a really good life you know yeah. I've had good parents they, right. they pushed me they motivated me they mm-hmm. they gave me a good amount of self-esteem and I'm lucky and right. I want I, I feel that I need to be that role model that positive role model for young people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's no other way to go about life right now like I've been given this gift I've been given these tools mm-hmm. I've been given this opportunity and I just feel obligated to be that motivation. I don't know what it is in me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote Peter James. He doesn't believe in luck, um, but he will tell you. And, and I can say you actually made the choice. I mean, yeah. you really did. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, and and that's honorable. I don't think there's ever any other way than to if you're not building people up, you might as well just kick it, man. You're done. Um, and unfortunately, there are people you know who need that. And, and I think that's why we are who we are. Right. I mean, as an educator, honestly, like, there are so many things I can just be angry about. And you read it over and over yeah. again. If you do your research, you really wouldn't get into education if you really knew what it was like, right? If, yeah. if, you, if you weren't able to lean into yourself, right? Yeah. You, you might have grabbed some low-hanging fruit and the tree grabbed you and threw you up in it and now you're just, you can't get down, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's who people are 15, 20 years in the system and they're burnt out and they're like, I don't have the energy, I don't have, well then... A movie every day. Right, yeah, right? That's that's on you, you know? And shame on you uh, because you didn't do your research, right? Yeah. You didn't do your research and, um, you know, I know that's against the grain. If I said that in the middle of a school... People would be like, you know, when I tweeted something, somebody got angry and tweeted back and said, well, you know, COVID and online learning, I'm doing great with online learning and, and fluctuating and the COVID's is different thing. And I'm like, you're right. It is. Okay. You know, like me sparking emotion in somebody actually made them lean into themselves. It's right? good. And myself good. as well. So even reacting, I used to be able to read that tweet and I would get so mad like f that person this sucks you're an idiot and uh, then there's a little bit of that and then it's like eh, well okay, you're a human being right yeah. yeah there's definitely a little bit of that right. i feel the same way and i don't ever have the intention of pissing somebody off but i also i, I do have the intention of constantly speaking my truth or right. trying to understand what my truth is and finding the best way to articulate sure that truth sure 
for the betterment of people. So like yeah. as a practitioner of somebody that, that's a wellness coach, I aim for the betterment of humans. Right. Right. That's right. my aim all right. the time. And I got to do that with my truth. I got to do that with my experience. I have to do that with what I've learned from my colleagues, what I've learned from my mentors, what I've learned from my students, my, my clients. Yeah. And like that's that's part of this journey is trying to articulate that the best way as possible. Mm -hmm. um, I, I talk about this all the time. Nonviolent Communication is a great book. Mm -hmm. uh, Marshall Rosenberg. Uh, it's just a great way to figure out how the best way to communicate what you expect from people, what your requests are from people, how right. to articulate your emotion without people getting all riled up. And right. if that's the case, so be it. And every situation is a learning moment. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. situation is a learning moment. And yeah. you said if you're not looking for solutions, then we might as well be over here fighting. We got to right. look at this, you know, COVID, for example, mm -hmm. right? There's so many different ways that life can go about. You can sit there and complain mm -hmm. that, oh, my God, this yeah. we're getting the mess, you <laughs> know, whatever it is. Right. But we got to find the silver linings through all of this. We still have to live. We still have yeah. to learn. We still have to. Right. Uh, we still have to get along, right? Mm -hmm. We still have to live amongst one another. Yeah. And, and, and with that, I think um, one of the things that I've learned actually from my partners is, you know, it's okay, it's okay to grieve, but then yeah. there's a point, there, there's a line, you know, that you have to find with yourself. And some people, unfortunately, maybe it's their trauma, maybe it's something else, but they continue to grieve constantly and they never get out. And that's why I think it's very important to have a network. I think it's, it's important to have people accountable. Yeah. You know, last night I was with one of my uh, best friends and we were just going to sit down and have a few beers in my backyard for an hour or two. He's been gone for the whole month working and such. And, you know, he's a musician. He wants to do some things there. And, and he's actually going into the entrepreneurship realm because his boss is selling them the business. And, it's, it's tough, you know, he's got a family and everything. Yeah. It turned into a five hour, smoked cigar, we nice. had some beers. And, Enjoy each other's and, company. But you, you really have to, I mean, we were holding each other accountable, yeah, you man. know, and I think that's, that's what the big piece is. It's like, you know, I always go to worst case scenario, which is I know not always the best thing to look at, but I don't look at it as a negative. I'm like, if I can survive this, you know, um, and then Audrey is always, my, my business partner is always the best case scenario. And you put those two together and you got yourself an even keel. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And, yeah and those types of things. So we're all holding each other accountable. And um, I think, unfortunately, uh, we don't teach that network in any school. I mean, maybe a little bit in some colleges and universities or whatever, but definitely not in high school. No. And that's, that's all I want to do is I want to build network, build network, build network. And, you know, you see a lot of these young, young people, 13, 14, 15, and you see the story of graduating college or whatever at 13. Or I just interviewed uh, a young man, um, Trayvon from uh, Europe, and he's just like, he's an entrepreneur. This kid is like ridiculously How old? awesome. 15. Wow. You know, um, we had a... Uh, uh, um, Daryl Allen and I uh, got a PSM-1 certified student at the age of 15, right? What, what's PSM-1? It's a Scrum Master, so it's an agile um, project management system, and all technology companies are using it. It's like you go quickly, right? right? It's iteration. Old school is waterfall. But this kid, you know, he's, he's, he, was, he didn't really do well in school all the time. But the thing is, is exactly going back into... All the things that you're talking about is when, when somebody understands who they are and is allowed to really lean into themselves and understand what they really like, education comes natural, learning comes natural. Yeah, yeah. And, and crazy things happen. And actually that goes all the way back to this Viktor Frankl's book. It's like, he talked about that. He's like, you put somebody in a situation that they're gonna thrive in and it's not a box. Yeah. You know, okay. how do you how do you um, how do you try to take somebody who's not so open mm -hmm. to information, experience and teach them that openness to new information mm -hmm. is key to development and growth, right? Yeah. Like That's a great you're question. you're an open guy, like yeah. you're you're open to new thought patterns, like yeah. I gave you a super esoteric book, yeah. right? It's something mm -hmm. that is really it's not something that uh, you, easy, you easily grasp. It's a steak knife through that bad boy. I right. love it though. Right. right. So, so, but you're open nonetheless, yeah. and it's gonna take some time to absorb yeah. and be like, oh, okay. Well, 
drive into the unknown, create my own reality, right. a new reality of my dreams from you know the unified field or whatever. Mm-hmm. But how do you take somebody who's not so open a great and question. be like, hey, listen, you better be a little bit more open or else you're going to be in this rut for a long right. time. So what I did is I tried to answer that question through asking previous students. That's the number one thing. And then every single answer was just keep opening doors and just be there. So you just keep asking questions, kill them with questions. Yeah. I've heard that I mean, before from Paul Chek. And, and you just you just go. And by the way, you might I might not be the one that person connects with, right? But it's in there. Yeah. And then they may go to you know person A or person B or whatever, and they may just you know kind of like, okay, that's the person. So. That's it. Um, so even going back to hall pass, I'm thinking, you know, visually, here's a hallway. I'm going to open up every door for you. Hey, do you want to do this? I'll tell you what, I got an opportunity for you. All you got to do is this little thing because you got to show me that you want it, and then we're going to go, right? You hear nothing. All right. Next time, hey, I want to tell you something, man. I got a guy here who's uh, interested in doing this. I got a professional who's right down the line of you want to design cars as a car designer. You want to meet him? And you just keep opening doors. Yeah. Sometimes you open a door and every professional I talk to, um, I try to set up the best possible interaction for that young person or old person. Um, some people just won't show up. And I have to let the professional know, look, after that happens, I kind of walk them through that and say, look, this he's not ready or she's not ready. Yeah, right. They're not ready. I get that so, a lot. I get yeah. that a lot. I get that a lot. I used myself. to let that bother me. And, but then I know that's not about me. Right. People have to grow at their own pace. Yeah. Right. There is one thing that is super important. Like we lean into ourselves. We learn, right? We get mm-hmm. this information. But the next step yeah. is inspired action. Right. If there's no inspired action, this is what I'm learning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I got to do. I got to do. I got to do. And we may not have the entire planned plan out. Or All right. It may not be completely out yep. there. And you know what? What I'm also learning is that things start to unfold that are that are better than what you had previously had Absolutely. in mind right Absolutely. and you just got to trust that 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 kind of stuff will happen the more you put your positive shit out there yeah right you know right and things that i didn't even think about start popping up mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa fucking <laughs> dude, like, keep going keep yeah. going keep doing right. this you know right. and i'm in a way, even way better position than i ever thought i would be in right you know but i keep acting on it yeah and I'm, i really sometimes I, I i get down on myself and i start to, to double second guess and, mm-hmm. and think about right. oh shit maybe that that wasn't the best optics maybe that wasn't the best thing to say or but it's just in my head most of the time it's in my head I mean, you can allow yourself to be human yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, Pat I think, yourself on the back. Say, right. hey, thank you for what you're doing sometimes. Right. And it's all right. I mean, I always do it. I've done a speech a lot of times called haters, waiters, and doers. Right? I mean. Haters, waiters, haters, and, waiters and doers. Like and that. the haters are just going to be the people who are, they're just not. Yeah. They're, out they, negative they have vibes. something going on. And, you know, and then the waiters are going to be the ones who are like, well, let's see what they do. You know, let's see. And the doers are the people who understand exactly what you said. So if you think about, okay, my son loves cars, so I'm going to talk a little bit about cars or whatever here. But, like, every single car that has been made it has never been perfect. And there's always something they change the next model year yep. or even the same model year. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. That's life. That's the hero's journey, so, man. Yeah. Adjust along the way. I love that. And I've been doing that. And... Pete, can I just tell you that I've never felt so connected and full of life ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever, ever. And yeah. I feel so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I just want to keep, like, preaching that. I yeah. feel so grateful. And I just want to give people, I don't know, I want to give them the motivation, the inspiration. I want to give them the hope that things could be better. Yeah. You know? They will be. They will be because here's here's what's happening. I mean, if you look at every major thing that's happened in the history of humankind, I mean, okay, we can kind of we're resilient creatures. Yeah, the plague happened for crying out right. loud. Like world wars well, were there. Right. <laughs> you know, like my grandfather was in a foxhole and almost killed. Like you know, these are the, you know what, man, we're we're gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah, 2020, we missed a whole bunch of field goals. <laughs> we missed like five or six field goals straight. Yeah, but we figured more out about the actual field goal mechanism. Yes. You know, so yes. I think, you know, that that's where I love to learn in all this because it is forcing not only me to see things differently, but it's forcing a lot of people who 
outside of their comfort zone, which is very powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. And and people, we resist. I mean, humankind is we're we're built to be lazy. I mean, we are. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're built to just chill out. Yep. You know, throw me a bag of chips. I'm going to be on the couch. Yeah. But when something like this jolts you, um, you know, it was funny because um, the first couple of weeks of this whole thing, I was just like doing my work and going through it, and you know. I was, not really doing anything active and everything like that and you know about a month in it was in the middle of april i'm like i gotta get back on my weights you know and the consistency but you start to feel a certain way and you figure that out because something's uncomfortable yeah right yeah um i know for me too i had like when once the COVID hit and you know my gym closed out closed down and People were really scared, apprehensive yeah. on, you know, how to go about their workouts or what the life, what life is going to be like. Yeah. Like I, I went in video mode myself. Yeah. I started like creating way more videos, putting all things on my online platform and trying to sell my online platform as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, simultaneously doing my one-on-ones in homes and out in the parks, yeah. and, you know, doing my thing. But I, yeah, I had to fucking go and I had to yeah. make it work. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And you do. I mean, and and you've done it. Yeah. And you're going to continue because things are going to continue to change. Right. And I think that's the beauty of it. Uh, leaning in, being un- being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And a lot of people will say they are. They're not. You yeah. know, and, and just to get there. And But, you know, my advice to everybody is just to take small wins. Just yeah, find the small, small wins. Because everybody wants the big thing. And, and that's cool. You know, I want, I see vision. I think we all see vision of yeah. what we want. It's good to have aim. Um, but those small wins, even if you got out of bed that morning, that's a small win. If Huge. that needs to be your small win, run with it. Right? Yeah, man, perspective is important. Yeah. There's a lot of people that got a shittier hand than you. Right. There's a lot of right. people that are starting better than you. Right. Whatever. I mean, we can't be comparing. Yeah. We just got to keep on rolling, adding value, learning as we go, keep making connections. Having fun along the way. It's not. It's yeah. not supposed to be so serious. No, You're supposed no, to have some fun. Not at all. Yeah. I love having fun. I mean, this entire thing has been fun. I mean, it's. People are like, "Are you crazy? How are you doing the education thing?" And I'm like, "I just love it." Dude. What do you do when you feel like shit? What do you do when you feel like the hall pass? Oh, it's not gonna work. My business isn't gonna work. <laughs> do you get those thoughts still? Absolutely. Um, and I know I do. You know. Right now, I know this gap year program is going to be huge. I just know it because we're, our, our heart's in the right place. It's not going to look exactly the way we want it to. We know that. Yeah. Um, it's flexible around the, 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 the client. So yeah. we know it's going to, we're going to learn some things. But the first thing I do when I get down is I will schedule an appointment with the previous student. It's the first thing I'll do. Hmm. And I will talk to, you know, great guys like uh, DG Sachs, Derek Griffin, uh, Dan Bevan. Kelvin Evans, like all these guys who were like in the beginning of my journey. And, you know, Dan Bevan, he does web, DB, web design, like the guy's amazing. He's doing great work on his own. Yeah, he yeah. built it. He dropped out of college, not to say it was good or bad, but that was his path. And um, he, uh, when I talk to him or I'll text something to him or whatever, um, we just talked and, and you know what, like they always, he was the guy who introduced me to like Gary V. Like he's like, do Gary V. Check this out. Check Eric yeah. Thomas out and all these things. And yeah. and they just remind you that they're winning and what you've done mattered. Yeah. That'll snap me right out of any and a couple of different songs, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So while music, dude, music, all right, you want to yeah. get real esoteric. Yeah. I feel like music and Newtonian reality work on the same rules. Yeah. Like notes yeah. are equivalent to like musical notes are equivalent to emotions and the yeah. emotions that we put out attract yes. like-minded or the same vibrational chord of other people mm-hmm. and things into mm-hmm. your life and music is the same way it's like certain notes vibe well with certain other notes right. and they in a certain combination and beat they make a really catchy song and i look at songs like situations in reality right and i right. look at times of reality like a like a like a concerto, yeah, a, a yeah. bunch of songs strung together, yeah. and we are the composers yeah. of our of our, so exactly. to speak, lives or songs, right? Yeah. And we're able to orchestrate different things if we're aware of what notes or emotions we're putting out. Right. And if it's fucking truth, and if yeah. it's unconditional love coming from you, yeah, then you're gonna make really good music yeah. or a really good life situation. Right. 
Are you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because a lot of people, they, they're like, know, what are you talking about here with this music you, in reality? You want to know, and I'm, I'm again, I'm giving a lot of plugs here, but like Jam's the Flavor Child is uh, a buddy of mine. He works with Derek Griffin, and, and here's a guy who is on the up and up, um, and his entire mantra of music is that. He wants everybody to feel like that one time you're in the backyard of wherever you are in your life, and you're just putting your feet up, and you're just soaking it in. Yeah. Like, he, that's visually how he told me what his music is. And you listen to his music, you watch some of his videos, Jam's a Flavor Child, you know. You connect to it. Yeah, absolutely. And and because it's the positivity, you know. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll listen to, like, rap. I go back into that, and I go back into, like, Dirty Heads and, you know, all different kinds of music. Mm. But um, his stuff is fantastic. And, and you know when an artist is really in it for that um, for sure it's not the bubblegum stuff you know that we're all like oh let's get in the box and here it is and maybe some people are you know motivated by that but not me man I like I'm the underdog guy um, and I love and the journey to find the next underdog is great and watching the underdog actually win yeah prosper is, is cool something that's great definitely that pulls me out of a funk as well you know it's like yeah Call up an old client or call up one of your clients and just have a conversation. Right, like, I, yeah, or, you know, a friend yeah. and try yeah. to add value to them. That yeah. makes me feel fucking good all the yeah. time. It's just purposeful, right gives me a lot of fire, and yeah, yeah, it just throws whatever negative thought patterns I had out the window. I, th I think every educator out there should be required to follow at least 10 of their students after they go away from whatever program they're in. Yeah, dude, it's one of my favorite things to see what's happening post uh, high school or post college so either with Ethan Hausman not too long mm -hmm. ago mm -hmm. OPRF kid yep. he was yep. a freshman in yeah. my freshman my freshman fitness class when I was student teaching yeah. at OPRF yeah. and seven years later he's telling me about his five concussions and how he's using intermittent fasting and mm -hmm. a high fat diet to rebuild brain cells yeah. right so here I met this kid when he was 14 yeah. he goes through this journey and he's still so New, you know, so young yeah. in his journey. He's right. 22, you know yeah. what I mean? But to hear the growth and the the difference in the way he thinks, right. it's so fucking crazy inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And right. amazing to see as an educator. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this, and I'm only, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm not in academia, but I'm right. still in education. No, you, I'm still teaching. Yeah, you know, and to hear people. that, to yeah. feel that, to see that mm -hmm. is one of the most inspiring things and gets yeah. me so fucking fired up. Yeah. I can't even tell you. I mean, it's the best. It's the best job in the world. It is. I mean, and, and again, you don't have to be in a system like you said. Like you, you taking your skill sets there, and you're now helping people in this area over yeah. here that's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. But it's still the same thing. Still the man. same. I mean, you're gonna have clients. They're probably already coming back to you, Danny. Man, I've seen it. I've Definitely. seen you. You show the befores and the afters, yeah. and that's just the physical part, yeah. but the mental part and everything. So. And, you know, I think we need to accept the fact that, um, and it's the Costanza thing that I always say, not everybody's going to gonna, gonna mesh with you. And not everybody's okay. going to believe. And that's fine, man. Yeah. I think once you say, all right, well, you know, maybe you're not ready or maybe we're just two different personalities or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I wish you, I will tell you or give you or try to connect you with somebody who you will sure. mesh with. Sure. You know? Yeah, my goal is always to try to get people to think. Yeah. If I can get you to think... <laughs> Then that's it. Mm -hmm. Game over. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind, mm -hmm. right? I aim for the betterment yeah. of humans and right. their consciousness. And how how can people experience uh, yeah. something better, something deeper, something more, right. I don't know, something that's going to move them. I, I get moved by that. And, it, you know, I, I really love the fact that, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you even mentioned it, like, we get down and, you know, we doubt. You know, I used to think of, of you know, the super kind of... Tony Robbins, people out there like, oh my God, uh, you know, you get like, oh, this guy's always blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's not true. It's just that we choose a different mindset when that happens. Right. We, you know? we choose it. Yeah. We have the ability to choose and, that. And, but you have to practice choice you to get to, to this level, that. right? Like you have to practice that. And, you know, I used to just get mad. I'm not a Tony Robbins guy. I don't. I haven't read any books. Or he's anything, he's like, rubbed yeah. me the wrong way uh, a lot, and I haven't yeah. listened to a ton of him. But there are people that I've listened to that work with Tony Robbins that yeah. respect him highly. You know. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and and again, that might be just that's not my guy. Right. You know? Right. 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 He doesn't. You don't resonate with right. his vibration. And, but fine. like, I used to look at them all like, there's no way these guys are always happy. 
But, you know, I, I think the one thing, and I know people have a love-hate relationship with Gary V, and, and I don't I really... I fucking love Gary Vee. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do. Like, there are times where I'm like, uh... But I don't let it bother me that much anymore because he's so real. He's like, real. He will be angry on a video. Yeah. He will show vulnerability on a, on a video. He's truth, though. He's all truth. And I think I, I think it's 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 when you are when you are fighting through and trying to lean into yourself and you're struggling with it and you see somebody who's done it already, there's a little bit of jealousy there. Sure. Right? I do. Not it, just you know? done it already, but right. killing it. Yeah. Right. 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 Thriving. Mm-hmm. Hundred million dollar business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and and if you have these open conversations with anybody that you're trying to mentor or work with or learn from, openness and clarity is everything. And you know. Like I said, if you, if you don't go Costanza and try to make everybody in the world love you, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you can't so, do that. Yeah, you not everyone's gonna resonate with your message right away. Anyway. Right. Anyway, dude, um, pl- put plug plug yourself. Plug yeah, right. Pete uh, Hostrouser, yeah. Disrupt Education, Hall Pass, all that. Yeah, let's go. It's uh, thank you. It's uh, DisruptEducation.co. Uh, you just go to a podcast. It's Disrupt Education. It's more morphed into. I have conversations with people in education, outside of education, uh, how are they gonna change it? Hall Pass is getahallpass.com. Um, right now we're, we're setting it up. You're gonna see it in the middle of August where we are taking only 10 people for this cohort and uh, you're gonna have to apply to get into this thing. It's gonna be amazing. Cool. Um, and Or if you just look up a Hall Pass education across anything, um, look up Audrey Boyle, Dr. Peter James, Peter Hostrasser. Um, you're going to find some amazing people, and awesome. we're here to help. Dude, fucking awesome. Yeah. Education has been disrupted, and it's people like you that are pioneering this and uh, pioneering a way of new education, new modalities. And I just want to say, man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for uh, what you do. Appreciate and it. keep doing your thing, brother. Yeah, man. Fucking appreciate it. it. Thank Absolutely. you, man. And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow Peter on Instagram at officialpeterhostrouser and at Hall Pass Education to learn a little bit more about the Hall Pass. And that's it. Education is being transformed as we speak. We're in person. We're not in person. We're remote. We're hybrid. What is going to be the protocol for best practices moving forward so that we can empower these kids to learn and think for themselves, dive deeper into some of the things that they find fascinating, teach them that challenge is important and accountability and discipline and all sorts of learning of new skills so that they can apply it to themselves and the things that they find fascinating. Uh, This is an interesting topic and we can go on a lot of tangents, but I hope this podcast was helpful and it provided you some thought-provoking information. So that's it, everybody. Make sure to follow my Instagram at Danny Cole Fitness. We can connect there. If you like what you heard, share this podcast with somebody. uh, And if you could leave a review five stars and a little comment that would be fantastic so we can keep these podcasts coming thank you so much Uh, all love